Mind Fudgers, and welcome to episode 68 of the Mind Fudge Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is... Randy! And we're also joined by... George. And George. They have their own names today, uh, yeah. which is infrequent, but how's it going, guys? Uh, All right, that was an answer, kind of. <laughs> was, it, was it an answer? How are you doing, George? I'm doing terrific. How about you? I'm doing great. It's been a, a good week. I'm just uh, glad we're able to get together and record tonight. Keeping up with our uh, releasing new episodes like we promised everybody. Right, Andy? <laughs> we're already on track to surpass the last two years, so let's just keep this up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this week our theme is school, and this one was chosen by Andy. Uh, why did you pick school, Andy? Because we already did science, and I had to have a topic. <laughs> So Andy's my casserole for the week. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit because every time it's Andy's turn to pick our theme, he gives me the same answer. He says poop immediately, and I dismiss it. And then he usually says something else stupid, and I dismiss that as well. Like horses. Like horses. And then he starts giving real answers. This time I asked him what he wanted to do, and he said dogs. And I said, Well, we've already done pets, pick something else. And he goes, Children, or is that still pets? And I said, No, we already did babies, which is essentially children. And he goes, how about 2020? And I said, damn it, Andy, we just did 2020. He goes, but it was a messed up year. We could do another episode on it. So then he said science. And I did, every time he says one of these, I do a quick scroll of our previous uh, episodes. And I did not see science on first glance. So for the whole week, I've been planning on doing a science episode, ask people for questions related to science. And then Andy messages me and he goes, why are we doing science? That was episode 37 today. (laughs) asshole (laughs) so i had to scrap the episode uh we decided to go with school and uh funny enough we actually did school as an episode uh back in 2017 but it was an episode that got corrupted uh the files did so i was unable to use it so we're making up for it this time so hopefully it's a fun entertaining episode all about school yay the forbidden topic let's move into mind melters here are some terrible questions based on this week's theme this is Mind Melters. Question number one, Andy, what is your favorite subject in school? I feel like the answer should probably be chemistry, you know, what I got a degree <laughs> in, but it's not. <laughs> Maybe like history or economics or something liberal arts where you don't actually have to know anything. You can just BS really well. Fair enough. Classes where you don't have to pay attention. That that makes sense. <laughs> what about you, George? I remember my favorite classes in uh, school. Well, in like elementary, middle school, it was always like uh, English or social studies. But in high school, uh, theater and media production were my favorite classes. Okay. Uh, For me, it was always either math or English. Um, I, I liked math. I was always really good at math. I didn't have to pay a lot of attention and I could usually make A's in math. Uh, that was true all the way up until like second calculus class in uh, college. Then I started getting challenging. But before that, it was very easy. And then uh, I also enjoyed English. I enjoyed creative writing classes a lot because I like to write, obviously. But those were my two favorites. The ones I hated are the next question. Uh, Andy, what were your least favorite classes in school and why? Probably English. I didn't like the idea that there was one set of interpretations that were canon, I guess, for any specific book. Okay. I could see that. What about you, George? Uh, math, hands down, because I am terrible at math. What? <laughs> <laughs> Shocker, I know. Yeah, right? I, I've never sat across from you at a convention before, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Calculators exist, damn it. That's why they're there. Well, all, all of our math teachers were wrong because they all told us we'd never have a calculator with us everywhere we went. And now we have exactly a right. super calculator with us. So they were all wrong. <laughs> uh, but my least favorite class, hands down, across the board, was Spanish. I fucking hated Spanish. I uh, had terrible teachers. It's not a language I enjoy, but it was mandatory. So I had to do it. It sucked. <laughs> I made friends in my Spanish class. So. I mean, I had friends in there. Uh, I actually met my ex-wife in there, but Spanish sucked. I suppose that counts. (laughs) It doesn't count. (laughs) Uh, Question number three. If you could redo school from the beginning, would you do anything different, Andy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like homework. (laughs) (laughs) 
would you say would you say fuck homework like you would never do it uh no that's what i said the first time around <laughs> like from second grade on it was a horrible struggle i lost so much time by not doing it i'm in the same boat what about you george <laughs> I probably would uh, do a lot of things differently, but more importantly, I probably would have tried to apply myself a little bit more, especially when it came to uh, like a math class, because once I got to college, I realized that algebra is really not that hard (laughs) and is wildly important. Yeah, Yeah, that's for sure. Use it all the time. I use it every day. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm right there with both of those answers. Uh, I did not apply myself at all. Uh, most of school was easy enough for me that I could just sleep through classes and make straight C's or B's. So that's what I did. Um, actually, when I was in second grade, uh, that's about when I stopped wanting to do homework, too. I, I didn't see a purpose in it. And it didn't matter how much the teacher would try to make me or how much my mom would try to help the teacher make me. Uh, I just was not going to do it. So <laughs> I was it was the principle of the thing in my mind then. But yes, I wish that I had applied myself a little bit better and figured out what I wanted to do with my life much earlier. That's something that I wish schools did that in general, just like helped kids figure out what they want to do. So they have a better uh, educational path once they leave high school because I still don't even know what I want to do. Except- <laughs> <laughs> Here you are as an adult. I still don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have a job and it's a fine job. And I mean, I have uh, side things that I enjoy doing. I love writing. I would love to write, but it's not realistic as a career path. Plenty of writers don't make any money. Not a talented enough artist to do that. And like, I, I think I've always wanted to be a creative type, but I don't have the right skill set for it. So I don't know. I wish I had been like encouraged to go into something math related at a younger age. It's never too late, my friend. It's not, but it kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> defeatist. It sounds like a defeatist is what it sounds like. I'm old and I, I don't have time for that anymore. <laughs> All right, moving on. Casseroles. How many casseroles have we got on this ship anyhow? Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded by casseroles. Andy, who's your casserole for the week? Justin and George for not telling me that we'd already done science. <laughs> I had all of this stuff prepared. Yeah, right. For science. No, no. I'm <laughs> sorry, Andy. You're right. We're the assholes. I'm sorry. I'm glad that you know. Okay. Uh, what about you, George? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't really have any uh, casseroles for this week. I, nothing that's super applicable. I'm still upset at my dog. Kunta Kinte? Kunta Kinte, as Andy likes to call Toby. I, I, I guess the next thing I could kind of be upset at is at myself because I spent money not that I shouldn't be spending. On what? You know, Legos and shit. I'll show you. Well, it's no point in showing you because no one else could see it, but I got a, a new Lego set. Ah. It is the final duel from uh, Return of the Jedi. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so spent money where I didn't need to spend money. I will blame I will blame uh, Lego for being a casserole for releasing such good products. That's fair. I could say the same about Mondo. <laughs> cool. I have some South Park uh, Todd McFarlane knockoff Legos that I built so I could finish. Like I had all the sets built except for one because I bought them all when they went. Didn't I get one of those for Christmas and it just kind of like created a like a collection? Well, for you, you gave me one for Christmas a few years ago, and then GameStop put them all on clearance and sold them for less than half price. So I bought the rest for like ten bucks each. Nice. And then uh, I built all of them except for the classroom. And then uh, when I was cleaning up the room the other day. I noticed the box was still there and I was like, well, shit, all the other ones are built. I might as well do this. So now I have the full South Park set on uh, the bottom shelf of my bookcase. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, I I don't really have a casserole beyond Andy. I mean, (laughs) I'm I'm hoping that uh, next time I ask him for a theme, he will give me a real answer instead of the runaround. Let's just be honest. It's not going to happen. Science. Well, I mean, I'm okay with him saying poop every time and, and he can say horses now if he wants to. I'll shoot both of those down, but then hopefully the third answer is not something we've already done. Children. We did babies. That's basically the same thing. Says the guy who's never had babies or children. I mean, I get, well, I do have a child now. Well, yeah. And when we did children, you didn't have one. That's true. Maybe we'll revisit it. Maybe we'll do a children redux episode. I have a fur. I have a fur child. Is what I have. If, uh, if the listeners want to hear a children redux episode, they can tweet us and let us know. All right, well, that does it for casseroles, then. Let's move on. Consumption. 
Consumption. George, what have you been consuming this week? Uh, I am uh, currently reading a classic book called uh, The King Solomon's Minds. Okay. It's uh, the first Alan Quartermain book. I've never read it before. I'm like six chapters in. I just started. So it's a lot of fun. A little bit more uh, cringy at certain parts than I want it to be, but I kind of think it's uh, because of the time period it was written in. Uh, it's really good. I, I enjoy it. I, I always like finding a good uh, action-adventure book, and uh, this is said... What's it about? Uh, so far, it is about uh, this man named Alar Quartermain, who he's a elephant hunter by trade, and uh, he saved this man in the desert from uh, starvation and uh, of thirst, and in the man's dying hour, he told uh, Alan Quartermain the story. And while Alan Quartermain is telling this story to someone else, he says, oh, that's very funny. I'm looking for my brother in that same area. And since you know so much about this area, we would like to hire you uh, to help us go and help find my brother. And uh, that's kind of like where I'm at right now. They're looking for Sir Henry's brother, who happens to be looking for king solomon's diamonds which is a myth apparently cool what about you andy what have you been consuming i have been reading the splatter splatter western series by death's head press which is apparently in houston so we should go visit them huh, okay and steal their presses steal their presses okay yeah they're not gonna invite us if you say things like that <laughs> <laughs> that that's definitely doesn't uh, allow for uh good and good invites there you never know <laughs> but I read Hunger on the Chisholm Trail, which is about a Wendigo. Wendigo. A Savage Breed, which is about a weird... It, they're all... They're splatter westerns, so they're very weird mixes of western and horror. Okay. It's it's an anthology series. So some of them are really good. Some of them are just okay, but they're all entertaining. Hmm. I'll have to check that out. That sounds pretty fun. Like One of them I wish was about three times as long as it was, and they're all about, I don't know, 270 pages. They're not long. Hmm. I'm sure they're pretty easy to find for us since they are in Houston, so... I'll definitely uh, look into that. They are all over the internet. Who isn't on the internet? North Korean. <laughs> As for me, um, I've been doing keto again. I took a break over the Christmas holiday and then uh, the first part of January, but I'm back on it. And uh, one of the things that I tried right before we went on vacation was uh, Marco's Pizza. They actually sell a keto-friendly pizza bowl, which is a crustless pizza, basically. And so I, I enjoyed it from there, but it was a little pricey for what you get. So I thought I would try to make one myself and I uh, went out and bought like a six inch cast iron skillet and uh, made some amazing pizza. I lined the whole thing with pepperonis and then a little bit of cheese, whatever other toppings I wanted, a little bit of sauce, a little bit more cheese, a little bit more pepperoni, baked it for like 12 to 13 minutes on 425 and it was damn good. It looked good. Yeah, now I can make my own crustless pizzas. <laughs> And then uh, also for Christmas, George and Catherine got me a, a Dash waffle maker, which uh, initially I was like, oh, we can make tiny little waffles. And, and um, Donovan thought that was really cool and stuff. But then one of my friends recommended using it to make keto friendly sandwiches. Mm -hmm. uh, so you like sprinkle shredded cheese in there with some kind of meat and then cook it for like four minutes and you get like a crispy cheese waffle kind of thing. So I've been doing that with uh, shredded cheddar and turkey and uh, just dipping them in mustard. It's basically like eating a sandwich. It's, it's pretty great. So, yeah, you can use the cheese as a bread. Yeah, yeah. I've been enjoying it. So thanks for that, George. I, I enjoy it quite a bit. You're quite welcome. Giving me some, some extra uh, options with the keto diet. So that's what I've been up to. Let's move on to hot fudge. You want the hot fudge? What do you got for us, George? Okay. My quick Googling for hot fudge has led me to this uh, facts about education that will blow your mind. Okay. So you guys better hold on to your scalps there because they're about to be blown off. Fact number one, if we were to send all teenagers to school, it would cost $39 billion annually. Aren't most of them in school anyways? Well, there's a lot of people who are homeschooled. Not that many. I'm just reading what's on the sheet. Oh, okay. Shoot. Okay. In 2012, uh, we had 160 million child workers aged 5 to 17. 
aged five to seventeen. Yeah, in America, and it doesn't say in America. Uh, all right, hold on. So it said one hundred thirty million workers, one hundred sixty million workers, sixty million child workers aged five to seventeen. Are one hundred fifty nine of them fifteen to seventeen? <laughs> it says aged five to seventeen on here. I just feel like the lower end of that could have been dropped off and still been a large number. That's what I'm getting. <laughs> Yeah, I would think most of them are in the 16 to 17 year old range. I'd be more curious to know how many are violating child labor laws under 15. <laughs> I would like to know like uh, the 5 to 10 count. <laughs> and where are they yeah. working? <laughs> in factories, man. Like the like you know like the 1800s and stuff. I or early 1900s. I, mean, I don't I don't know if I would trust a 5 year old to assemble my car. <laughs> don't worry, they're the supervisor. Yeah, there you go. Making sure no one gets their hands caught in any of the machinery. Reports tell us that kids with literate mothers are 50% more likely to survive beyond the age of five years versus a mother who's not uh, not literate. How many kids die because their mom can't read? I mean, what happens if a mom gives a kid, like, poison thinking it's milk? They said illiterate, not retarded. I mean, that's why they put the big skull and crossbones on things that are poison. It's true. So, it's very true. You know, I don't. I don't think that I can't read is a is going to stand up in court. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, only one percent of the world's eight billion people have a university degree. That I believe. I have three. Oh, show off! Get out of here. I'm going for number four. Yeah, I know. Show off. Uh, only thirty yeah. percent of the world's population can read and write. That's sad. I can do both. <laughs> uh, well, if we can't all do both, we have a problem. <laughs> the amount of loans American students owe is more than $1 trillion. Yeah. Uh, all the Czech Republic teachers teach several put, uh, ch- uh, subjects. So, like, they have one teacher that teaches everything in high school? Maybe. It wasn't very specific. So, like, first grade all over again. Okay. <laughs> yeah, kind of, I guess. Uh, in Finland, teachers don't force t- uh, pupils to answer questions unless the young ones show interest in answering them. So not jerks. Yeah, so if the kid didn't want to answer the question, they wouldn't ask him to answer the question. That doesn't seem like a very good system. <laughs> it seems like you would put a question out there and it would just linger in the air awkwardly, and then you would move on. Nine out of ten uh, high school dropouts end up uh, depending on welfare. Well, that makes sense. Obvious facts? or It's hot fudge, man. It's what it is. Fire is hot. <laughs> in Russia, kids start school on the 1st of September every year, uh, irrespective of whether it's the date of a holiday or a weekend because it's celebrated as, quote, knowledge day. Okay, so Russia sucks. <laughs> so no matter what day September 1st falls on, you still go to school. I would have hated that as a kid. Knowledge day! Worst federal holiday <laughs> ever. I can't imagine any kids get excited about that. <laughs> The bank is closed, though. Don't worry. In North Korea, the government explicitly indoctrinates children with radical anti-American sentiments and hate. Okay. This segment should be called Chocolate Bar, not Hot Fudge. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you're the one who say find some interesting facts about school, okay? What do you want from me here? How about the fact that Oxford is, what, as old as, like... Isn't the Roman Empire still around when Oxford was started or something like that? I don't know, but that that's more interesting than half the ones George given us. Hey, you know what? Uh, Harvard is older than calculus. <laughs> Harvard, the school, is older than calculus? Yeah. This is me doing Google searches while we started the show, mind you. Are you fact-checking me? No. Okay, because you shouldn't. <laughs> uh, you'll find that I'm correct. You'll find that you're a dickhole. Well, yeah, <laughs> but one that's taken three semesters of calculus. Do you want this? <laughs> uh, the King's School in Canterbury, England, is the world's oldest school. Okay, so there's that. It was founded in 597 AD. So that's like 1,050 years. That's pretty old. A uh, school in the Philippines is made entirely out of recycled pop bottles. That's interesting. I guess I guess imagine it gets really hot in that school. And it also probably whistles a whole bunch when the wind blows. <laughs> but the school does float. 
Uh, Mealtime in France is considered part of the curriculum. So you get to learn about the food you're eating while you're eating. And they like they teach an etiquette class while you're eating. I guess so. Your sloppy joes. I don't think they eat sloppy joes in France, to be honest with you. I mean, I wonder what cafeteria food in France is. Do they get a baguette? Do they get a croissant? <laughs> Do they get wine? I, I, I'm sure they get wine. I'm sure they get wine. Yes, I'm sure the little 10-year-olds are just drunk off of their ass going back into <laughs> eating. And going going back and I've been waiting for lunch. These kids are going to pass the hell out, and it's going to be so much easier in the afternoon. <laughs> Getting ready to go into their history lesson at, drunk on wine, talking about Napoleon. You know, there was a guy on Imgur that used to post up military meals across the the world. And yeah, like the French ones are surprisingly good. <laughs> the MREs. Uh, in Bangladesh, there are no fewer than 100 boat schools. Each one has Internet access, library and is solar powered. Hmm. That's kind of cool. I see, I see the wheels turning in Andy's head. He's like, boat school sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, you ever seen that movie White Squall? Yeah. With, uh, yeah, with uh, Randy Quaid. Or no, Dennis Quaid. Yeah. I thought that it's was like, the same person. No, it's, it's not the same person. Uh, in some r- remote areas of Columbia, kids have to zip line to school. Like the South Park episode? Is that a South Park episode where people are zip lining everywhere? Everything's a South Park episode. Yeah. That's the one where like the real life versions of the characters appear on screen and they're just they're miserable because zip lighting is like the worst thing ever. It's pretty great. Uh, children in Germany receive a special cone called Schulti, which is filled with pens, pencils, books and snacks. When? It doesn't say. Why? From who? <laughs> From the school, I guess. The school fairy? Yeah. Your facts leave a little. Yeah, yeah, these are like half facts at best. <laughs> Uh, France has the shortest school year from August to June and also the longest school day. So they only go to school four days a week and they have about two hours a day for lunch and their school day begins around eight o'clock and ends at 430. Two hours for lunch. Yeah. Well, you got to learn about your food. So eight to 430 is just when we went to middle school. That was the schedule. It might be like five minutes longer, but they get a two hour lunch. Yeah, he's not wrong. I mean, that's. That's pretty accurate. We have about an eight-hour day here. So, According to this list, it's the longest school day on record. I would have taken that with a two-hour lunch and a four-day week. Yeah. There you go. Hot fudge from school stuff from around the world. Chuck. If you don't like this, text Sophia SU for not picking a real subject at the last minute. I think school's a real subject. <laughs> If anybody should be texted, it's uh, George Tripsis for uh, finding this in the middle of the show, not ahead of time. <laughs> to be fair, I was told right before we started recording, hey, this is going to be about school. I'm like, oh, uh, okay. So <laughs> so anyways, all right, George. Well, thanks for thanks for giving us some facts and some half facts. And this it, it was not the best half fudge, but there were some good ones in there. <laughs> they can't be all gold, all right? They can't all be gold. They can't all be steaming hot fudge. Sometimes they just got to be a slightly melted chocolate bar. That's right. Sometimes you get to it a little late. All right. Well, let's move on then. Uh, George brought us a game to play this time, so we're going to try this out. It's time for fudging around. It's time for fudging around. It's been so long. It has been a long time. It has been so long. The only section of the show that has my voice in the intro. It's very true. It's horrible. It's <laughs> Uh, all right, so the game that I brought along is normally a party game, but we're going to do our best to kind of play half-ass play it on the show like we do everything else. It is called Medium, a mind-reading party game. And uh, the goal of this game is that we have to say the... You have to guess what I am saying. We have to say the exact same word at the exact same time based on some keywords that we are given. And... Uh, we tested it out. It kind of worked. Yeah. I guess. So we are going to give it a shot. How many points are we going to play to? Potentially, you can get three points each round. So four. I, I think what we should aim for is like the first one to uh, six. Six points? That sounds yeah, good. First person to six points. Okay, so we'll do first person to six points then. Uh, and you said okay. the first is going to be me and you? Yes. Okay. So-, so I will give you your card first, and then I will show you my card. And we'll both say the words since this is a, a podcast and we would have to describe what's going on. 
so basically, I'll get I'll get shown a word. You'll you'll get shown a word, and then we have to figure out what the common idea that connects those two words is, and say that in unison. Yeah, we would have to uh, say the same word at the exact same time. Right. And if we fail to to match up, then we move on using the words that we chose for the next round. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And uh, so the first, if you get it right the first time, that's three points. If you get it right the second time, that's second points. If you get it right by the third try, it's only one point. Okay. All right. So what are the two words we're using this time? All right. So the first one up is glasses, glasses. for you. Glasses. And for me, ranger. ranger. All right. My, I think the trick to this game is keep it simple. So are you, are you are you ready, Justin? Do you have a word? I have a word. And you thinking? Are you thinking the word? I'm think I'm sending the word to you. Uh, probably not, but we're gonna try. All right, here we go. In three, two, one. Pair. Binoculars. What'd you say? Pair. A pair. Yeah. How do you how do you get pair out of ranger and glasses? Like a pair of glasses and a pair of rangers. I don't know. Uh, yeah, okay. All right. So <laughs> a, a pair and binoculars is our next guess. George's was really good. Justin's was crap. <laughs> uh, okay. Think about it. Think about what you know about me and then uh, create a word. Uh, okay. Here we go. You ready? Three, two, one. Quadroculars. <laughs> Justin, I don't know how to take away points in this game, but you have lost some. <laughs> you have negative points at this point. me off. I don't know what to tell you. Did you say quadroculars? Quadroculars, binoculars, but four. But that's not even a word. Okay. Somebody in history has made four eye hole binoculars. No. <laughs> No. And you no. said telescope? I said telescope because uh, I, I don't know. I was taking a guess that you would, I don't know, think of a, you need two pairs of to make a telescope work. You need two glasses to make telescope work. What you already have. Obviously, the answer was sightseeing. Okay. Well, oh, that is, that is a really good answer, Andy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm awesome at this. Y'all suck. <laughs> Time will tell. Time will tell. All right. So binoculars. 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 Okay, I got I got the word. <laughs> you do? That's, I do, yeah. That's very impressive. Okay, here we go. You ready? Three, yeah. two, one. Lens. Benjamin Franklin. You're both What'd idiots. You lens. Lens? Yeah, because they both have lenses. Oh my god. That I, I mean it's I'm all right. right. How did you get Benjamin Franklin? <laughs> So Benjamin Franklin invented invented a pair of glasses yeah, that has bifocals. four pairs of glasses in it. No, that's not how bifocals work. Yeah, we crushed the test round, but this was bad. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck went wrong here? All right, Justin and Andy's turn. All right, Justin, we got this. Two guys, I think he's just doing this brain. to undermine me. Is basically what I think it is. Yeah. All right, all right, Andy, you ready for your word? Sure. All right, your word is blender. Blender. All right. Justin, your word is office. Office. Okay. <laughs> I've got my answer. <laughs> you guys ready? You have your words yet? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Here we go. Here we go in three, two, one. Margarita. Smoothie. What? I said smoothie. Margarita. I said smoothie. That's, that's close. That's close, but it's not the same word. All right. So now you got to think of a word between smoothie and margarita. And it can't be blender or office. Oh, oh. So now those are the rules? Well, okay. it's always right. been the rules, but All I right. forgot to mention it. Okay. Are you ready? See, Here now I'm three. at a disadvantage because Justin doesn't know what's in a margarita. <laughs> do y'all have a word ready? Yeah. Between margarita. Do you know what a smoothie not tequila? Margarita and smoothie. You have You're your correct. words? Yes. Three. Two, one, lime, ice. lime and ice. Ice made more sense. <laughs> you know what? They were both pretty good. They're, yeah. they're, they're decent answers, just not the right. They're just not correct. Y'all are not. You're not making a medium. You're not connecting. I think not, Margarita's movie was way better than Benjamin Franklin and 
and uh, <laughs> butt plug or whatever you pick. You know what? Justin fucking undermined me that whole last level. That's what basically all it is. All right, you ready? What is it? All right. Uh, what was the words again? Lime and ice. Lime and ice. Lime and ice. All right, you ready? You got to be thinking about what Justin would say. Oh, crap. Is that? But Justin needs to be thinking about what Andy would say. Yeah, see, the problem is that Justin doesn't drink as much as I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't there drink the same thing. When did that happen? Not alcohol. Other things that right. might be lime related. All right. We got this. We got this. You ready? Three, two, one. Diet Mountain Dew. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I would have said Sprite. That's what I would have said. If I had just gone with what I would drink instead right. of what you would drink. Andy, Andy, it's you and my turn now. All right. So my card is Rose. All right. Okay. Andy's word is boot. <laughs> this is this is a terrible idea. Uh, Rose and boot. And we're going to six. <laughs> I guess so. We should, really, we should really change this. <laughs> the next round might be better. We'll see. All right. A simple word, Andy. Simple word. Just one Just one word. You guys ready? Yeah. All right. Three, Here we go. Two, one, go. Garden. Cowboys. Did you say cowboy? Yes. And you said garbage? I said, no, I said garden. Garden. Okay. So we got uh, garden and cowboy. There are sometimes roses etched in boots. Cowboys. Yeah, true. You That's wear true. boots in a garden, you plant roses in a garden. One of us is dumb. You are apparently the dumb one. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. <laughs> All right, you guys ready? All right, so cowboy and garden. Three, uh, two, one, go. Barbecue. Cattle. Oh, I was fucking close. No, you weren't. I said cattle. I said and barbecue. barbecue. It's close. To what? Me slapping the shit out of you if you were fucking here is what I'm close to. You know what? We're going to get the one point because I think we both know where we're going with this next one. Oh, let's see. Probably. We're probably not. That's what. Let's be honest. All right. You guys ready? Three, two, one, go. Brisket. What is wrong with you? (laughs) What's fucking wrong with you? Who eats steak as a barbecue? (laughs) Barbecue is brisket and ribs. I would have said sauce to be real. Uh, okay next round <laughs> all right next round i'm gonna have to use the whole box going with you guys justin your word is whole whole and my word is circus <laughs> how do the easy ones go to you two circus circus and whole circus whole. yeah okay That's like my childhood simple justin simple, simple. C- connect with it. me here i got it i got it connect. You it. get it? I got it. All right, here we go. Y'all don't. We, we don't. We don't. We don't have it. I know this. All right, here we go. In three, two, one. Tent. Peep show. Yeah, tent is not bad. Tent hole. Yeah. Okay. What did you say, George? He said peep show. I said peep show because that's what used to be at circuses. Yeah. And George they had holes. Uh, all right. You know that the word was hole, not pole, right? Yeah, it's H O L E, right? Yes. Okay. You know that a crappy tent has a hole, right? So, <laughs> so tent and peep show. Where are y'all going to go with this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've been in both of these and they don't connect. <laughs> okay. Okay. I have a word. We're not, we're not going to get this one, but okay. You ready? All right. Here we go. In three, two, one. Nudity. Carnival. <sighs> it's close. It's I, I, what would have been the right answer. What do you mean it's close? Close to what? No, no, the like his answer is better. Oh yeah, yeah. His answer is better. <laughs> yeah, like he had the better answer. That's the more easier answer. I mean, to be fair, you were working with tent. That's a pretty okay. extreme disadvantage. So, nudity in carnival. Carnival. I got an answer. Again, my childhood. All right, three, two, one. Brazil. Brazil. All oh right. my god, we got one! Yes! Oh, it feels so good. All right. Okay, we each got one point. All right. We're on the board. We're on the fucking board. All right, it's Justin and Andy's turn now. Okay. All right, Andy, your word is America. And uh, Justin, your word is circle. 
Okay. All right, you ready? All right, Justin. The most American circle. The fuck is this I, circle in America? I have one. I have one word in mind. But... American circle. There's <laughs> only one. I wish people could see Andy flipping out on the camera right now. <laughs> if I know. you don't get this, I'm not I going to yell. Okay, you ready? Yeah. No, but okay. All right, we're going three, two, one. Pie. Flag. Did you say the flag? I said flag. I said pie. You said pie. It's not even a circle on the flag. Jesus Christ, Justin, it's not a lucky charm. I, I was going to say the Oval Office is what I was going to say. Oh, that would have been a good one. That's yeah. not a circle at all. It's an oval. It's kind of a circle. Pie. What's more American than apple pie? I mean, and you're right. what's more circular you're, than a pie? Your answer is good, Andy. Your answer is good. a good answer. Everyone sucks except for me. <laughs> all right. <laughs> now, so we gotta, now, you gotta, now we got to figure out flag and pie. Yeah, flag okay. and pie. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. Y'all have a word yet? <laughs> Not a good one, but yeah, I got a word. Yeah, the third round's going to be real fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Grandma. Betsy Ross. Oh, it's did so you say Groundhog? I said, said Grandma. Oh, my God. How did you get Grandma from Flag? How did you get Betsy Ross? She's the she one who made created the flag. The flag. Oh, okay, well. And she was the grandma. Uh, I say you give it to us. It's she's somebody's grandma. <laughs> oh come I say on! Now. Give the other one to it us. Has to be the exact same word. It's the only a way to get is an alcoholic smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What was it? Grandma and Betsy Ross. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> you ready? Y'all ready? Yep. Three, <laughs> two, one. Old baking. God. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you say, Justin? I said old. Old. <laughs> the disappointment on his face just makes it so much worth it right now. Oh, man, it's great. Okay. All right, Andy. It's your turn and my turn. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> so my word is wizard. <laughs> of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> and your word? Pool. <laughs> oh, wizard. Yes, of course. Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> I already have an answer. Oh my I god. No. <laughs> okay. You ready, Andy? Sure. Look, look, look at me. Look at look at me. You're gonna list some movie and I'm gonna be like, I've never even heard of it. It's not a movie. It's a word. One singular word. Uh-huh. All right. Uh -huh. All right. You guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Billiards. Billiards. Oh my god! Yes! <laughs> I can't believe you got that. Oh my god, we got that right. Any of you were here, I'd kiss you. <laughs> no way. Oh, that feels good. Because George is in the lead with four points. Yes! All right. Justin, your word will be white. White. And my word, crisp. <laughs> <laughs> okay, George. <laughs> It's a T for tolerance. You ready? I mean, I, a first word that popped in my head is not going to be the word you choose. No. You ready? Okay. You ready? Three, two, one. Crack. Potato chip. Oh. <laughs> How do you Damn it. Because <laughs> the potato chip is crisp and it's white. Well, crackers are white and they're crispy. Yes, I know. Yes, they're, they're both the same thing, but they're not the same word. No. Uh, all right, potato chip and cracker. Yeah, three, two, one, snack. Bats. Oh, damn it. I knew that was going to be the word you were going to say, and I thought you were going to say something else. Damn it. Bats. bats? Yeah, because there's 
fats and potato chips and crackers. I would have said carbs before or I carbs. said fats. Yeah, I, I figured you would have tried to usurp me like you did before. Anyway, continue. Snacks and fats. Okay, I'm ready. I'm blocking y'all with my mind powers. Yep. Three, two, one. Chocolate. Diabetes. Oh, fuck. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Andy and Justin's turn. Andy, okay. your word is mustard. Uh-huh. Justin, your word is mountain. <laughs> Good luck. That's all I can say. Mustard and mountain. Oh, I actually have a word. I, I, I'm surprisingly, I thought of a word. I didn't think I would. You have to think back to the episode where I talked about mustard and the particular brand that I like. Okay. I'm ready. You're right. Justin, you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, go. The Alps. Uh, I knew you were going to say Alps. I should have said Alps. Fuck. What are you said? I said what France. You... He said the Alps. France. Ah, so close. France isn't a mountain. <laughs> I was going to say Germany because they use mustard in a lot of their food. I was going to say Germany because of mustard gas, but sure. They use mustard in a lot of German food. All right, so now you got to think of Alp, Alps in France. This should be an easier one. Alps. Yeah. The Alps in France. Oh, man. Andy doesn't watch movies. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right, I've, I've got a word. It's not going to go, but I got it. <laughs> All right, three, two, one music skiing why yeah i would have said skiing too (laughs) i I worry that you're gonna go well the sound of music but that was the swiss alps it was the swiss alps yeah i understand it was the swiss alps i get those skiing and music i don't really think of skiing when i think of france though france has (laughs) food I thought that connected better than skiing did. Okay, you ready? Andy? Yep. Sure. Three, two, one, go. Olympics. French horn. Did you say the Olympics? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just making sure. Yeah, pretty cool. I said French horn, though. Yeah. I don't know what that has to do with skiing. <laughs> I I don't know what the Olympics had to do with music, but... There's a fanfare to the Olympics. You're a fanfare. <laughs> Uh, okay, so do y'all want to keep going or do you want to just... Come on, George. Let's finish this out. Yeah, we, you got to get two more points so you just get in, George. Uh, so it's Andy's and my turn. Okay, you ready, Andy? Mm-hmm. All right. Your word is cheese. Cheese. And my word is cave. Cheese cave. I already got it. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh-huh. You do? Come on. Cheese cave? Man, you thought of a word already? Anything you think of when I say cheese cave other than this. Oh, God. There's a whole bunch of things now. All right. I'm going with the first one. Cheese cave. What does Andy think about when he hears the word cheese in cave? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. It's not right, but we'll we'll, we'll give it a shot. You ready? Three, Mm -hmm. two, one. Switzerland. Oh my God! How did that happen? Yes. Well, I mean, does it count? I mean, it kind of counts, sort of. He said Swiss. I said Switzerland. It's kind of the same. Not the same. I hope you get diarrhea. Bar fight and fight aren't the same. Then this is not the same. So, are we going to continue with this, or are we going to just say Swiss and Switzerland are not the same because they are the fucking same? Yeah, this is closer than margarita smoothie. All right, well, I'll give it to you so we can move on. That's fine. So George wins. I finally fucking win a game between you guys. It's awesome. It never happens. We should play this game more often. Also a winner because we were going to six. Yeah, this is a this is a pretty fun game. So we'll definitely do this again. Thanks for playing. I like this. Yeah, this is this is a pretty good uh, (laughs) pretty good uh, podcast game for sure. All right, well, let's move on to ask the nuts. It is time to ask the nuts. It's a bit nutty. Question number one, Andy, uh, what elementary school project or class stood out to you the most and why? Recess, because <laughs> recess. She didn't get a two hour one like they do in France. Uh, it's lunch. That no, they get I two need, hours. All right. I needed that second hour of lunch. Man, lunch was pretty good with square pizzas. Uh, those square pizzas were not good, but like satisfying. <laughs> you roll them up like they're a burrito. Just 
Douse them in pepper. Wait, did you roll up your square pizza as a burrito? How is that even yeah. possible? You can only fold it like a taco without it losing integrity. Oh, no, no. I knew this guy named Nick who would get like three or four of them. And he'd roll them up and then put them in his pant pockets and then eat them throughout the day. Wow, you guys went to weird schools. <laughs> I feel like I already know Nick. You probably do. <laughs> so is lunch is your favorite? Is that what you're saying, Andy? I said recess. But... Recess. So our, the you? question was, what was our favorite class? Yeah, what elementary school project or class stood out to you the most and why? I want to say middle school English was probably the one that sticks out to me the most. You're asking about elementary. Oh, well, I mean, all right. Shit. My Well, my elementary school went from uh, second grade to sixth grade because okay. it, was, it was all in the same. It was a private school. Well, yeah, even then, like there was a teacher there that was really like helped me out with creative writing and helped me like push the envelope more. And that was still that was also in uh, fourth grade English. So that was fun. I learned to uh, build a volcano with my dad and uh, we did chemical reactions and stuff and it did a whole big baking soda explosion at the top, which was pretty cool. We built a massive one out of paper mache. It was like three feet tall, four feet tall. So it was pretty cool. That's probably I had to do fun. a title. I had to do a tidal wave for one of my science fair things. If I had to think back to science fairs, that's the only one I really remember. Yeah, was a demonstration of how a tidal wave works. I did a few cool ones, but I think the volcano was the most fun I had doing it. The rest of them actually felt like school, so they weren't. As mm. <laughs> did you have to do that whole tri folder thing the with the explanation of shit? Yeah, I hate it. Yeah. I remember those. I hated doing that. Uh, number, question number two. What is the most ridiculous school mascot for any of the schools that you attended? Uh, the Indian. <laughs> so, funny story. All schools that I went to had the exact same mascot. Really? Yeah. From elementary school all the way to high school. It was the Mustang. Was the, the say, it was the, the mascot for all three schools. So did you just wear your... The only time it was ever different was when I went to college. And it was the Cardinal. So, oh, crap. I forgot about college. Uh, the Edugator. The Edugator? The Edugator? Yeah. <laughs> did you go to school in Florida? No. University of Houston downtown. The Edugators. Oh, wow. Yep. Um, well... Elementary school and middle school, I just had a deer because I went to Deer Creek. And then uh, when I moved here, it was a bulldog, which is not really all that exciting. But I did go to junior college and they had a baseball team. And I never really saw the mascot until I just looked it up. But his name was Pioneer Dan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that's creepy as shit. That's a yeah, That's like a serial killer mask or something. Yeah. So I'm going to say Pioneer Dan because that's uh, fucking weird. <laughs> Yeah, that is a creepy ass mascot. Yeah, I didn't go there, but I'm thinking about Pioneer Dan. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a blank white triangular face. It was so weird. Yeah, yeah we're gonna need to post that. Yeah, I'll I'll save this so we can uh, share it for the show. It's bizarre. <laughs> uh, let's see. Next question: Do you think that Billy Madison could happen in real life? Who? He's never seen that movie, so you're going to have to explain the plot. Oh, it's a movie. Uh, basically, a uh, guy grows up kind of dumb and then goes back to school as an adult and starts over from the beginning. And then has a big, and then he has a big, like, spelling bee-esque, yeah. large thing to graduate. He has to graduate from school. And we're all for having heard it. Yeah, he has to graduate from school yeah. in order to... Uh, receive his get his inheritance or something uh i think you could probably run through kindergarten through eighth grade pretty quickly and he did in the movie yeah high school would take some time yeah i mean he just uh i think he did a ged to pass everything but he had to go through elementary and middle school to get to the ged right right it's been a while since it was like like if i remember correctly they did like a trivia style thing for him at the end yeah i don't know parts of that movie are pretty unrealistic the most of it being that they would allow a 30 something year old man to sit in a room full of young children and take classes with them. But what if you were rich enough though? Cause apparently he was, I mean, you'd have to have a questionable principle at that school <laughs> to make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> How bad does that school want some money? Is that's what I would be saying. Yeah, that's part of it. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it could really happen, but then again, I don't know if it would ever be attempted in real life either. I feel like there's enough like uh, 
equatable programs that somebody could take that they wouldn't actually have to go back and actually take the classes. All right, next question. Uh, how is school today different from when we were kids? I don't know. I wasn't in school today. Well, uh, my son has a <laughs> lot more homework than I did. Does he have uh, more or does he just do more? Uh, both. <laughs> But also he has a lot more, not electives, but like the, the non-math science and stuff courses. Mm-hmm. Like he's, in, he's in music a lot. He's in art a lot, stuff like that. So, yeah, I'd say like that. Uh, I don't know what school is like today. So is it much different than when we were kids? Yeah, in a lot of ways it is. I mean, especially right now while COVID's going on. A lot of kids can do things remote. I imagine it's a lot more advanced with technology because like computers were fucking new when I was in school. (laughs) Some things are some things are a lot better, especially because of that. Like they can do like PowerPoint learning. You know, computers are very accessible so they can research things online much younger. Because, I mean, we didn't really start researching stuff on our own until we were in high school or later. I remember having to go to the library and look through endless amounts of encyclopedias for references. Yeah, they don't they don't have to do that stuff. They can just look on Wikipedia or wherever now. Is library period even a thing anymore in school? Yes. I don't know. I mean, oh. libraries still exist because uh, Donovan always checks out books and stuff to read when he's in class. But I don't know if they have like a set aside period for it anymore. I don't know. There's, there's some things that are a lot better. Like I know that schools take bullying a lot more seriously than they did when we were kids. And uh, they have a lot more security measures, but they have to because the world is vastly different than it was when we were younger. So how how is how is the future of like mean, angry ang- nerds gonna exist in the future if there's no more bullying though? Oh, there's still bullying. It's just not what it was when we were kids. Like they still oh. they still get teased. They still get pushed around a little bit, but there's no like physical assaults and a lot less destruction of property. I imagine. I don't think it's nearly as severe as the things that I went through or maybe you guys even went through, but uh, I don't know. Like I said, in some ways, Andy Andy was the bully. No, I don't believe that. (laughs) All right. Next question. Does standardized testing teach kids anything? Uh, How to take tests. Yeah. When I took all my, how to uh, cheat tests. That's for damn sure. Yeah. When I I took all my standardized test prep courses, it was like, uh, here's how to take this test. Not here's how to know what to do, but here's the technique. Yeah, that's true. I think they're kind of an outdated thing, but I don't know if anybody's come up with any better metric for seeing how much kids know. The SATs are clearly garbage, but the non-SAT tests are probably are pretty good. I took the MCAT and the ACT, and they cover a great deal. Well, I mean, those are higher level education. I'm talking more like star testing and stuff that kids do when they're like in elementary and middle school. Oh, yeah, no, those are worthless. I think those are complete trash. <laughs> but I also don't think we have a, a better way to to measure whether the teachers are being effective either. So I don't know what the solution is for that. Question number seven. Why do you think there's an uptick in inappropriate student-teacher relationships? Oh, wow. That is an interesting question. <laughs> I think there hasn't been an uptake uptick i think that we're just more aware of it wow that's a good answer yeah i was gonna say because cell phones became a thing that's what would have been my answer that too yeah that definitely has something to do with it it's gross it shouldn't happen but it does question number eight what is the best school prank that you ever saw or orchestrated uh i took apart a desk in my english class during the announcements and did someone sit in it tie <laughs> did it just collapse to the ground no he just kind of looked at it for a second and i was like okay what do you want me to do teacher <laughs> that's pretty funny knowing ty uh as, as a senior prank they there was a really mean teacher and uh i don't remember what class it was but a group of kids convinced it was the whole class was in on it. We had to tell the teacher that he had to leave the room. He had to left the room for some reason. And in the midst of him being gone, uh, someone uh, opened his like canister and put up crushed in Viagra. And uh, he acted real weird throughout the class. And we all giggled because we all knew why. Wow. Yeah. We were, there were some mean kids. Yeah. He could have killed them. Probably going to have some. Yeah, probably would have to answer for that at some point in my life. But especially if he killed him. Ah, he was fine. Was he a real? He's still teaching guy? right now. Was he? No, no, he was an asshole. He was really mean. Uh, so I had this 
senior class. It was uh, government and economics, but it was taught by a coach. And uh, anyways, he would have those days where you would watch a video or something in class to pass the time. Like he didn't want to be there. He had basketball going on or some shit. So he put a video on. And for some reason, he only owned the Jungle Book. That was the only video he ever he ever had. <laughs> so I got real. Which one was it? The animated one. It was way before the oh, okay. uh This was like 20 something years ago. But he always played the Jungle Book like four or five times in a row. And then on the sixth or seventh time, um, I was tired of it. So I was in the webmastering class for the school, which gave me a free pass to basically leave any class I needed to, to take photos or work on the web design or whatever. And so I had purchased a universal remote and previously coded it to work with all the TVs in the school. So when he was trying to play the Jungle Book, every time he hit play, I had stop. And then he would, uh, he would rewind it and I'd fast forward it. And uh, I, I, I made him so mad. He was like screaming at the class, like, who's doing that? Who's doing that? And then finally, <laughs> he's like, if you don't stop it, we're going to do a written report instead of watch the Jungle Book. And I, was, I relented when we watched the Jungle Book. But I had a lot of fun with that remote. Um, I was also in English class, and my teacher was showing us some movie that had nudity in it. I don't remember if it was Romeo and Juliet or uh, Excalibur or something like that. But she would put a piece, piece of poster board up in front of the screen and be like, okay, nobody watch this part. Just listen. And then as soon as she took the poster board down, I would rewind it and play it again. I did that three or four times. <laughs> Dude, that was a clever one. Yeah, that's then, good. Uh, you know, like I said, I had webmastering class. So uh, teachers I didn't like, I would linger outside of their classroom and then just turn their TVs on in their room randomly through the door, you know, from the hallway. <laughs> so they'd be in the middle of a lecture and their TV would come on and they'd be like, what? And then I'd go and turn it off and go back to their lecture. And then I turn it back on. I, I, I know I pissed a bunch of them off, but it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the most uh, prankish thing I ever did. Also, burning shit in chemistry class in high school was a, a common occurrence in my class. They would just try to figure out what would make different colors since we were had the Bunsen burners in our chemistry class. Yeah, I didn't get to do that, but that would have been fun. Uh, next question. If you had to teach a class to six-year-olds, what would you teach and why? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> What what grade is six year olds? Isn't that like first grade? First grade? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're all dumb. No. <laughs> like my nieces are six. They don't know anything. That's why you got to teach them. What would, so what would you teach them? Finance. I would teach them fiscal responsibility. <laughs> fiscal responsibility. Six year olds. What are you going to teach, George? God, art class probably sounds like the easiest one to go for because uh, you know you don't have to actually. Huh? Finger painting? Yeah, that would be the easiest answer. But like, I imagine six-year-old, a whole bunch of six-year-olds would just be very overwhelming with finger paint. I don't know anything that I can roll a TV cart and turn the TV on. That's what I teach. Uh, see, I thought it was something that they weren't already teaching, and no, instead it's be a teacher for a six-year-old. <laughs> yeah i'll just roll in I, i'll just teach them movies is what i'll teach them i'll teach cinema fine cinema fine classic cinema to six-year-olds this is like when the ambulance from heat was chosen <laughs> yeah i would teach them music appreciation that would teach them to music appreciation death metal to six-year-olds <laughs> now you know what you don't understand like this is guttural growl means a lot here they go home and they're like mom guess what i learned uh next question do you still keep in touch with friends from school and if so how many of them are you still friends with one oh no about three okay yeah yeah man that's a hard question uh two at me at best two i haven't spoken to one of them in years but the other friend was in college does that count yeah yeah okay so yeah, he was at my wedding, so two for sure. Okay. Uh, well, I'm still friends with uh, seven or eight, probably, but I only talk to two regularly. If you can count Andy showing up for the show once in a while regularly, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> Last question. That's too presumptuous. Too presumptuous of you. Yeah. Last question. Uh, what's something the schools don't teach that you think that they should? Fiscal responsibility. That's a good one. Oh, man. Yeah. I was going to say balancing checkbooks or taxes or how to fix, you know, get away with shit in taxes. I, I would say, like I said before, um, how to pick a career path and 
figure out what you want to do in your life. Like just life skills class would be a good thing in general. Outdoor survival. Just yeah. Survival in general. <laughs> so many kids are unprepared <laughs> in the world when they turn 18 and their parents kick them out. So life skills. That's the important one. All right. Well, that does it, guys. Thanks for joining us for the school episode. I know we kind of lost energy towards the end, but, man, we were laughing so freaking hard during the stupid game. Uh, <laughs> I think we're all exhausted. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, if you'd like to follow us on all, all of our social media, you can find us as at MindFudgers. And if you'd like to follow me directly, you can find me as at ComicalJC. For Andy, you can find him at... At Princess Sophia SU. And for George? At George Tripsis on all the social media platforms. And uh, if anybody has any suggestions for themes you'd like to hear us discuss, you, you can always feel free to email us at mindfudgecomedypodcast at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media. What, Andy? Yes, please yeah, do. Andy, because Andy time, can't so think we'd of love one. to fill Ooh. in. He's he's dying to do a poop episode, but like I've said many times, that's not happening until episode 100. So he's got to make it that long. <laughs> it's yeah. all right. I can hold it. And on that note, see you guys later. Stay in school.